0: Welcome to the Holistic Beauty Podcast. We are going to chat all things holistic and integrative beauty and skin health. We are licensed naturopathic doctors practicing in sunny California, and we are changing how skincare is looked at. We want you to understand that skin health is a manifestation of balance from within. And each week, we are bringing you tidbits to complete your skincare routine from the inside out and the outside in. So let's get into it. Hey guys, even though we are doctors, we're not your doctors, so we want you to know that this podcast and the information on here is not medical advice. It is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any conditions or disease, and it's only meant for education, okay? So always speak to your doctor or licensed healthcare provider before starting anything new.
1: Hi beauties, welcome back to the Holistic Beauty Podcast. This week, we have our second guest speaker I'm excited. Yes, I am so excited too. Because y'all know I love beauty, skincare, uh, everything in that realm. And this guest speaker is like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that stuff. So this week we have Vanessa Lee, who is the founder of The Things We Do in LA. Yeah. So she is a world-renowned medical aesthetic provider who sought after her dedication to the look of natural beauty and is known for her contribution to training and educating in the cosmetic and medical field. She's a best-kept celebrity secret, skincare expert, and again, the owner of The Things We Do, which is a beauty concept bar. So her work can be described as beauty guidance with natural intention, which I love. Love, by the way you know uh and vanessa believes in prioritizing inner beauty and using her client's best features as her focal point to restore and improve facial balance and harmony
0: i love it i'm just so excited to chat with her
1: yes oh my gosh you guys are in for such a real treat this week we talk about why she became an aesthetic nurse injector her approach and philosophy to injecting aesthetics and uh, skin care And also, what are the most commonly requested treatments that she sees in her office, in addition to what she thinks is going to be the next big thing uh, with regards to beauty treatments, but also skincare as well.
0: I'm really excited about that. I love trends. Yes. I honestly love trends. And for listening, make sure you listen all the way through because you're going to get something special at the end.
1: Yes, we have a special treat for you guys.
0: Yeah, here's our interview with Vanessa. Vanessa hey thanks so much for getting on this podcast with us vanessa
2: thank you for having me i'm so excited to be here you guys are awesome
0: i'm so excited because we're gonna be talking like (laughs) aesthetics injections procedures hey your life you know i'm so excited let's just get into it you ready my friend
2: yeah sure let's do it
0: so what made you want to become an injector? like how'd you get into this what's your journey
2: So I originally did not want to become a nurse per se. I knew Uh I wanted to do something creative when I was younger. And I knew that I had always been artsy growing up. Like I had loved painting and crafts and all that kind of stuff I also really love connecting with people so I thought I would go into maybe journalism or photography or something like that no. that could kind of combine those two hobbies of mine and then my Filipino mom said girl I didn't come to this country <laughs> so that oh yeah so that you can be a writer you better be a nurse okay and like, mom." want to be a nurse and she was like you've got to be a nurse basically because it's a stable career and this is what I came here for, for you to have a better life. So we're not going to waste it on creativity because who knows where that's going to go. And I'm an only child. So it's not like I had three other siblings to kind of like, you know, bounce around different careers with and see who's the one that pleases mom. Mm -hmm. And so all her eggs are in my basket. And I was like, you know what? I'll become a nurse. I I'm good at science. I'm, you know, I love helping others, but I'm going to become a beauty nurse. And at that time, in 2006 what six is when I, I think I was in nursing school at that time, um, when we were like presenting to each other in class. You know, I'm going to be a labor and delivery nurse. I'm going to be an ICU nurse. What do you want to be? And I was like, I'm going to be like a plastic surgery, cosmetic, beauty nurse that does like Botox. At the time, it wasn't really a thing. You know, it wasn't as popular. And I remember getting these like strange looks from my classmates, like, oh, that's cool, you know, like <laughs> you know, we're out here doing the work. You're gonna be doing like lipstick, I don't know what that is, like with patients. <laughs> and then I graduated nursing school and straight away I had no idea how to um really dive into the field. So at the time there was this website that everyone was widely using for odd-end jobs called Craigslist. What's Craigslist?
0: <laughs> Just kidding.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like a thing of the past. I I mean, I know it still exists, but like, so I hopped on Craigslist and I um, typed up laser nurse, Botox nurse, plastic surgery nurse, and I applied to every single job that I can find in the Los Angeles and um, OC area. And then I landed my first job. So right after I took the NCLEX, I started working right away in an aesthetic center. And I also simultaneously was working at UCLA in the ER and was like, yeah, we'll try out both so I can tell mom, oh, look, I have benefits and I'm safe (laughs) and your dream came true. And then at the same time, I was doing like my passion. And then after a few years, I realized, you know what, like instead of continuing clinical I really love the cosmetic stuff. This is where my heart is. So that's how we kind of started out.
0: I love it. I mean, looking at your website, you still get to like play around with aesthetics. Like yours websites are beautiful. So beautiful. So
2: much. So much went into that website. I really wanted to make sure. So all the models on the website are actual patients or have been to our locations and have gotten treatments. Um, a lot of who you see in our website is reflective of what our patients truly look like. So it was a lot of fun to make the website. And I wanted to make sure that going through the website, it's not just something that you click through on your phone really quickly, just to like make an appointment. Like there's quizzes and there's education and all of that stuff. So thank you. Thanks for noticing. Oh yeah,
0: it's beautifully done. And then um, now that we're like speaking about like patient stuff, you know, what's your philosophy with injecting? Because I know, at least from what I see in social media, it's all about like enhancing somebody just like natural beauty would you say that's what your philosophy is like really like focusing on like using like these different procedures different treatments to really just enhance somebody's natural beauty
2: Yeah, absolutely. So our first thing at the things we do is to make sure that we lead with intention Mm -hmm. and the intention that we're leading with when we treat every single patient is to make sure that we're truly one, truly advocating for you. Mm -hmm. And two, making sure that anything we do for you treatment wise is naturally intention beauty guidance. So I think a lot of like, uh, there's been a few buzzwords in the past, like five to seven years of like natural injection results like natural and then you look at the pages of these different companies and you're like this doesn't look natural at all this person is a completely different person and so I think when we say natural intention some of our patients do look slightly different afterwards but they look different in the sense that if you looked at a Facebook photo of them closer to like eight to 10 years ago. They look different in the sense that they're more of themselves when they were healthier, when they were happier, when they were more refreshed, pre-kids, pre-divorce, pre-grad school, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we usually work towards and it's really taken off for us. And that's just what came natural to me because when I was injecting in Beverly Hills and when I was injecting in Orange County, like Newport Beach, my mind was blown at how unhealthy some of these quote unquote transformations looked Mm -hmm. and also made people feel, you know, it was like this weird dysmorphia that was happening and was like secretly being accepted by the providers behind the scenes and stuff. When in medicine, our entire thing is being advocates for our patients and and really making sure that we're guiding them in a healthy way, right? Keeping them safe. And it's safe in the sense that physically, you're not just safe, but also mentally and emotionally, we're keeping you safe as well. So I felt like that was really missing. So once we started moving towards natural intention. Um, Everything kind of clicked into place for us. And then as soon as we opened up, things blew up. It was so insane. And the journey is still continuing. We're on our third location. We're working towards our fourth and fifth and expanding our product line. And um, yeah, it's been really wonderful. I think that whole natural intention thing took us really far. And nicely enough, it just comes very natural to the providers that we've hired onto the team. The culture is just naturally that way.
0: That's amazing. That's so cool.
2: That is really cool. And (laughs) I love it. I'm so happy that um, the aesthetics community, especially in Southern California, where we are, really took to it.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's so big. I mean, like you see like the Real Housewives and I mean, that's what people think, at least my family, because I'm from upstate New York. So like my dad, for instance, that's what he thinks of when he hears Botox. He's like, oh man, Botox, it looks so bad. And why would you ever uh. get that? And I'm just like, No, like if you go to someone who knows uh, what they're doing and like can have really beautiful results and I really appreciate your philosophy and approach with injecting and that's one of the things that drew me to your account when I first started injecting. And you're right with like um, the body dysmorphia, that's like such a big thing in the aesthetic community with not only the patients, but I've noticed like even some injectors I've seen too. I can't remember the statistics. I was reading like a study about it, but there's like an issue with some practitioners also having body dysmorphia. So it can be hard to like, you know, when, when is enough enough for like the patients?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing about What you said was um, when you were having your conversation with your dad talking about how when you're with an injector who knows what they're doing, the thing is most of us know what we're doing. Like, you know, when it comes to techniques and anatomy and all of that stuff, most of us, we know what we're doing, but Mm -hmm. it, it really comes down to taste level and it comes down to being able to say no to patients and feeling comfortable about that without having to worry about your bottom line. And then also, I think another part of it is providers ourselves within our own community, um, having a type of dysmorphia. Absolutely. So there's a lot of, there's so much psychology that's tied into our industry, like our facet of medicine specifically. I always say it's like the softer side of medicine, but it's still medicine and it's newer too, right? Like our field when it comes to less invasive techniques for patients for helping with the aging process and cosmetics is really around Mm -hmm. like 20 maybe 20 years old, if that. So it's still like we're in this baby industry trying to figure it out. But I think what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years is really seeing the pendulum swing the other way and us really embracing how closely tied the psychology aspect is to our industry, which I think comes so naturally to you, Dr. Brian, right? Because you talk about it all the time.
0: Yeah, the way. What was that? Mental health. Yeah, it's so important to address, like, the way you process things, the way you feel, your emotions, that does affect, like, your physical body, you know? And I feel like a lot of people forget about that. But I am curious to know, like, for people who don't know, like, what procedures, injections you do, what do you do with the things we do? And, like, what's going to be the most, like, popular one that people end up asking?
2: So um, we do anything from your traditional... I think people are very familiar with Botox and fillers at this point, Um, how we use Botox is more so on the side of playing with how your muscles react in the face versus getting rid of lines. So patients sometimes will come in and ask for zero lines on the forehead, zero lines on the crow feet, like at crow's feet area. I want to be completely smooth, but I want to have natural movement also. And so we, a lot of our time in appointments with patients is educating because I'll let the patient know you can't, get rid of every single line on your face and have natural movement the whole point of how you've come up with those lines is because of the dynamic movement of when you smile or when you're squinting in the sun or when you're you know showing a a questionable emotion or curiosity in your face so we like to really focus on we can soften certain lines deep harsher lines we can get rid of if it's in the angry face area like in between the brows the furrowing but as far as like some lines around the eyes and in the forehead area we suggest to keep those lines because it shows normal expression and you look like a trustworthy and normal person in comparison to someone who's completely smooth and no movement you don't look younger you just look strange you know and so when I think when we talk about neurotoxins like Botox, Dysport, Zyamin, Javo and all of that. That's kind of how we go about things. And it's actually the way Botox is usually used over in Asia also, like these micro treatments. And micro doesn't mean micro dosing. It means like a very specific placement and lots of little injections with smaller dosing of units in very particular areas of the muscle versus the Western way of injection is like three or four big injections with lots of units for you know, the equivalent of duration. So you can still have duration with the more Eastern style of Botox treatments. Um, and then as far as filler goes, instead of just plumping and filling certain areas of the face, we work on like globalizing the aesthetic treatment for the face. So um, when someone comes in for a little bit of a refresher, and we think that filler is the best way to lead, then we'll work on facial shaping. So usually, We like to, and this is in our menu too. It's really cute. We should probably Mm -hmm. send one over to you guys, just so you can check it out and maybe post something. I'll post it too. But on our menu, it shows different face shapes. Like, and then we circle in a consultation, in a consultation, which face shape you have naturally. And within that face shape, there are typical signs of, as we age, things that become to ourselves a little problematic or something we might want to just aid as we go on in the aging process. So, for instance, I'm a circle, and I'm naturally a circle. I've turned more into a heart diamond over time as I've gotten some work done. (laughs) But naturally, a lot of Filipinos are circles. And what happens with circles is we age more downwards versus inwards, like how diamond and square shapes can age. And so when you age downwards, when a natural circle comes in, usually when we're talking in a consultation, I can signal in my mind already it's going off, like she's probably going to want to talk about jowls, strengthening her jawline, working on the under eye area, doing things to lift. And so we talk about different patterns. So when we use filler, we use facial shaping for that. And then we also do threads, which is a big thing for us because I think very, very few offices in the US use threads tastefully and correctly. So we do thread lifts with the face and we also do skin thickening treatments with threads. And threads, if you're not familiar with them, are dissolvable sutures that we've been using in surgery for decades and decades, but now we've moved them to the cosmetic and aesthetic space. So we're big on threads at all three of our locations. And we also do more bioregenerative treatments like that, like the PRFM. Yeah, I think you guys are so good with like microneedling and talking about skin and having the body work for itself when it's in its healthier state. So this is something right up your alley. PRFM stands for platelet-rich fibrin matrix, where we can take your PRP, right? Because that's more popular and that's what's been used for a longer period of time within our industry. We can take your platelet-rich plasma, your growth factors from your blood, and then we can turn that PRP into a thickened kind of gel matrix it's like your own natural thin 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 filler and inject that into your tissues if someone just wants some skin thickening for the crepiness in the under eye area or the accordion lines on the bottom of the face just kind of in that sub malar region we can place it in there and then we can also microneedle it on top of the skin as well for skin smoothing so that as far as like our medical procedures go that's usually what we're offering patients And then of course we have like our facials with our estheticians and all of our, um, I should say this, like I'm wrapping up right now my facial reading um, certificate in Chinese traditional medicine. A certified facial reader um, because it's just fascinating to me. And it's something that I picked up during COVID. And then um, now I'm like, I, when I'm done with that I should go to esthetician school too and become an esthetician because our estheticians like you know in nursing school and I think in medical school also you learn about anatomy you learn about the mode of actions of certain medications you learn about the functionality of how all of these organs and cells work together and all of that stuff and I just have like such a special love for estheticians and what they do and how they can transform skin without having to use needles without having to do you know some of the more invasive things that we do within the treatment room sometimes. And our Estheticians are so wonderful and I think they're intuitively just very, like they're a little magical. How we hired them was like, I basically went around Los Angeles getting facials every week from someone different and being like, you, you have a magical touch. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: an expensive habit.
2: (laughs) Please join us. This was like... This was fantastic. Um, So they have all of this equipment. They have the microcurrent machines. They have um, actually the carboxy facial that I love so much with the bore effect. Wasn't that fantastic?
0: That was really cool. Like I I was so glowy and lifted afterwards. And Aziel was like, yo, your skin. I was like, I know know, you did such a good job. But the science behind it is fascinating.
2: So that technology is actually from Israel. And they actually, that company, um, Luminous, they make these lasers that we use for like you know, um, skin retexturing, like the like a Fraxel type laser. They do hair, laser hair removal, but that's their first facial machine, and it is out of this world. I loved it so much. And then we also have this new technology that is from Korea, and it turns out that we're the first office. Oh, you you guys both should pop in and get this done. Right. Um, you know what we should do? We should probably for your for everyone who's listening, we should do like a special code so that people can come in, but only if you've listened and yes. give like yes. a shout out and stuff. Let's do that. Yeah. But it's yeah. our new technology from Korea. We're the first ones in the US to have this machine. It's like, um, it's a hydro micro with all of these beautiful, wonderful, very like high efficacy, but gentle for the skin ingredients. And we would have to come to the office at like 9.30 PM to get the trainings from Korea because of like the yeah. time frame yeah. or whatever. Makes sense. Um, so we're launching that soon. But yeah, so we offer We offer quite a bit. And I think the most popular things in the next couple of years and what I've been seeing is on the rise, truthfully, is the more bioregenerative treatment. So threads for sure. And the PRFM, like it's such an easy treatment for patients to say yes to, because after one treatment, you're going to see a major result and it's your body working for itself. So I think that's been the biggest thing within the past year that we've really seen like a very high return on with patients. I think people will always love the entry drug right it's always Mm -hmm. Botox usually Mm -hmm. because it's the most you know household name I think and then when they start looking at our menu they're like what about this what's this you can use my own blood so that's always exciting. Yeah that's cool.
1: Vanessa do you also use radius or offer radius and
2: Sculptra at your practice too? We don't do radius um, just because I like to have hyaluronic acids that we can dissolve very easily if we need to, but I'm not opposed to it. I think if you're a very skilled radius person, amazing. What I do really love about radius is that you can hyper dilute it and do like the calcium wash in the skin. I think that's fantastic. And we don't offer that, but I think that's a beautiful treatment with radius. And then as far as sculpture goes, Suzanne Rogers, who is in Newport Beach, is a dear, dear friend of mine in this industry. And she is the sculpture queen, like most surgeons who ended up in the past 10 years having to learn in the Southern California region, at least. And this is what she's mentioned to me that had to kind of pick up sculpture because of the sculpture booty treatments, sculpture in the boobs, sculpture in the face, all of that stuff off label. Of course, she's been the one to teach most of us. So she, I refer to her because I really like offering things that I'm expert in and my staff can become expert in. And Sculptra in comparison to regular hyaluronic acid dermal fillers, there's a much larger learning curve because you have to really wait for that to kind of settle in over time and then continue to watch and add versus with our patients and how busy we are. With filler, you can put it in, you see exactly where it is. If you need more or less, you can put a little bit here, a little bit there, and you can see the actual Sculpt that happens immediately right in front of you. So I usually refer to her, I love the treatment, but I don't offer it. But Suzanne Rogers in Newport Beach, she's the one. She's the chosen one.
1: I'll have to check her out. I haven't heard of her, Yeah, but now I know.
2: She's a trainer too. She's fantastic. Oh. She's so gentle with her approach. She really cares about her patients. But um, when someone comes in and they're a client who really truthfully needs sculpture, like if someone is a long distance runner of 20 years and they want to do some hyaluronic acid filler or maybe some threads or PRFM, I let them know this might not cut it. If you are not open to doing fat transfer or stuff like that, I think it would be worth it for you to do sculpture and you should see Suzanne
0: You have a skincare line, right? I
2: do, the things we do. Yeah. So it's the same name. We have um, oils, we have pigment remedy, which is really for someone who is not open to using hydroquinone and stronger bleaches on the skin. Um, We have a gentle retinol, a liquid lift sleeping mask, and we have beauty tools as well. So an at-home microneedling stamp. Mm -hmm. We also have some cooling tools. We have high frequency wands. So it's all kind of stuff that I wanted to really kind of democratize these tools that we use in office and in a safe way, package it for patients at home so that they have a safe and reliable source to get these things from. But yeah, the things we do.
0: Yeah. So what's the most popular out of all those, would you say?
2: Oh my gosh. By far, out of the tools, the microneedling stamp for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the tool that me and Courtney actually put on her. Courtney uh, Kardashian, i Courtney. Like everyone knows, it's Courtney. Oh, maybe everyone does know. But that's a tool that um, I ended up making a version for just vegans because it comes with the skincare ampules as well. Um, but that really took off. And as far as the actual products, our cleanser, the Glide Glow scrub, which is a mixture of of alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids, but gentle enough for brown and black skin. That's usually more prone to hyperpigmentation if the acids are too strong. So it's for everyone, and you can use it on your body as well. And then our liquid lip sleeping mask really took off. Like Kate Hudson started posting it out of nowhere. Chloe did a post for us too. People are always like, "What's your budget that you can really, you know, afford these?" And I'm like, "If you think I could pay these people, I would like, be retired in the Bahamas by now. I would be in the Philippines in Palawan."
0: <laughs> Wait, is that how you say Palawan? Is that Palawan?
2: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i've always i've always said the law one. i don't know that's what but I, think I, I don't even go to like the core region i'm always in like Karon because like my yeah. auntie's cousin is like the mayor there so.
0: <laughs> 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 but um before we close off the conversation like i'm just curious to know like what are like so we spoke about like the future trends and like um procedures but what do you see like the future trends in skincare to be
2: yeah as far as skincare goes i think that there, we're gonna see a lot more of makeup that has skincare in it or um, skincare that is more so like the sunscreens that or I think there's going to be a, a big blend of that. Um, I forget the company off the top of my head that I just found off of TikTok. There's two of them. Ooh, I'm going to send it to you because I hate to not credit someone, but it's makeup that you're meant to sleep in. And it's actually like, I don't know, something I'm pulling this out of my butt, but it's something like only 80% makeup and the rest, I mean, 20% makeup and the rest of it is actual skincare for you. And it's okay to sleep in it. And it actually helps your skin rejuvenate during the hours of like nine to 2 p.m. When your skin is regenerating. And I think that's so fascinating. I think more of that is going to happen in skincare. There's a device called Opta. I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's, the, it's so high tech and it's mind blowing and I love it so much. But it's this device that is handheld and it scans your skin. And anytime it picks up hyperpigmentation or a brown spot from the sun, It sprays a tiny bit of serum because it's scanning your skin with a little blue light and you end up not doing a full face of makeup, but you just kind of have this lightly airbrush. The thing that's so fascinating, though, besides like the actual scanning of your hyperpigmentation, is that the serum itself is 95 percent skin brightening serum. So you think it's makeup because it's covering your brown spots. But after using it for about eight to 10 weeks, you see those brown spots that you were trying to cover completely fade. So it's fascinating. I think this is the way that skincare is going to go. It's like much more science based versus just floating off of like trends of ingredients and stuff like that. And I'm really happy about it. I'm here for it. It's going to be really exciting for us in the next 10 years to see what happens to skincare. I think in the future, we'll be able to just like spray something. And all of a sudden we'll be younger in like six <laughs> weeks. It's, it's a great time. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's exciting. But yeah, thank you so much for your time, Vanessa. This was amazing.
2: Thank you guys. This was so fun. I could hang out with you guys forever. Thank you.
0: We oh, should, we should all hang out in person in IRL. <laughs> yes,
2: please. Let's go eat at La Cita.
0: Girl, I was just there a couple days ago. The <gasps> SISIG. Go. Oh my God. It's yes, let's go. It's so good.
2: Okay. Okay, it's my treat. I'm taking you guys. Oh, well,
0: thank Thanks. you. Yeah, we're so thank honored you. to
1: have you on our podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy, busy life to like do this and chat about like aesthetics, beauty, skincare.
2: Thank you so much. I have to say I get asked quite a bit to... Um... Uh, contribute. And this is not me tooting my own horn, you guys. It's just what it is. I get asked to you know, be on podcasts and to speak on lives and to be on panels and stuff like that. And a lot of times I feel like I don't really align with certain things. So I gracefully and respectfully decline them. And after (laughs) Brian reached out, I was like, yes, I have to do this (laughs) because I love what you guys are doing as far as like education with patients. And I really stand behind you guys Making sure that patients can equip themselves with this knowledge so that they can make the right choices for themselves. So, what you guys are doing are fantastic. I'm happy to be on the podcast. So, keep up the good work. Thank
0: you, Thank you so much. Well, I we hope you have a lovely rest of your day. And Thank I'll you. see you, you let's too, see guys. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye.
0: So, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as me and Dr. Marola did. Um, Thank you again to Vanessa for all of the time that she spent um, with that interview. And like what she said, as a special thank you for listening today. You can get 10% off your next treatment at the things we do. So that code is, you ready? HOLISTIC10. Remember that, HOLISTIC10. Um, So, just use the code HOLISTIC10 when booking your treatment at The Things We Do. This is a great opportunity to try any of the treatments that she spoke about today, but also some of those procedures, too. I mean, I am so curious about that new facial that she spoke about.
1: Yeah, that seems really interesting. The one from Korea? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I really want to try that. You want to try
0: that? And I also want to try threads.
1: Ooh. Although,
0: it kind of freaks me out because I have a big fear of needles.
1: It scares me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we're going to use that Holistic 10 code and see what's up. But thanks so much for listening. Um, Next week, we're going to be speaking all about summer skincare. Really excited about that. Mm -hmm. Summer's coming. You're going to want to listen to that episode. We might have something special at the end. I don't know. But make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on social media. Our Instagram handles will be in the podcast description below. And if you found this podcast helpful, make sure to share with your friends and family. Even to your friends who are curious about Botox and other treatments right oh yeah and don't forget that code holistic 10 but we're out of here see you guys
1: bye